0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad and Noise Evans here joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. Happy hashtag tequila Thursday to you and yours. And this, of course, is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, Lundy, I rolled out of bed this morning, uh, fired up the old Twitter box. At Noisy Juevos is my handle. Follow Lundy at Nate Lundy. And I saw Hawaiian Punch trending and i started to wax nostalgic and i'm like what what happened did, did hawaiian punch get poisoned you know did punchy you know die in a plane crash like what what's going on here so i click on it and immediately people are reflecting on the past and i don't know if you remember this i used to get hawaiian punch at the grocery store in this kind of like giant tin can and you would get it and then you would have to actually use some elbow grease with a can opener. You'd have to open a hole in the front, and then you got to properly vent it because otherwise it would go chug, 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 and it'd splash all over the place. You'd lose like half your Hawaiian punch as you're trying to throw it back. So you'd have to vent it in the back so it would pour smoothly and fluidly. But, man, did that take me back.
1: Man, you know what I remember about Hawaiian Punch and a lot of the stuff down that line was you always knew whether you were on mom's good side that week or not, right? (laughs) Like, you'd go to the grocery store, you'd be walking up and down the aisles, and you kind of had to take mom's temperature, right? Like, okay, maybe maybe I'm going to ask for a little treat here. I'm going to get a little—and then she'd pick it up, she'd put it in the cart, and you're like, yes, "Yes, I— earned something this week then probably i'd get home i'd completely screw it up i'd be in trouble i'd be in timeout and she'd pour it down the drain
0: yeah and you know what there's some people out there that are like sunny d fans yeah you can have your stupid sunny d it was hawaiian punch all day long yes it was packed with a boatload of sugar and which is not particularly good for you but it did have 100 of your uh, vitamin c part of this complete breakfast <laughs> that's that is correct Hawaiian Punch. How about it? I remember the jingle very well. Who's going to pack a punch uh, today? Uh, we're going to get to the fade five here momentarily. Uh, but if you want to drop kick or levy these sports books, you can do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. MLB, PGA, NBA, soccer, UFC, NHL, NFL futures as well. They got it all under the sun. All you got to do is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up. And for a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Just enter code F-T-N when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. The deposit bonus requires 25x play through restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or in Indiana, 1 809 with it. On this hashtag Tequila Thursday, let's dive into today's Fade 5. Number five. All right, let's go to MLB. Uh, yesterday uh, was a swing and a miss on my under with the Rockies and Astros. Coors Field's got a Coors Field, and the Rockies bullpen is going to just serve it up on a silver platter. It's exactly what they did, though. Framber uh, has the Houston Astros was positively radiant in that game. Only one earned run, four strikeouts, and seven innings pitch, but doesn't matter. Sailed over. Uh, I am going back to the under well here, Lundy, though, and I am going to take the under in Cleveland and Pittsburgh, and the line is set at eight. And the reason why I like it, by the way, it is just a minus one fifteen. Jews got to put one hundred fifteen dollars down to get a hundred in return. Got Shane Bieber, and I got Bieber Fever on the mound. For Cleveland, in 34 and two-thirds innings pitched this season, just five earned runs allowed. That shakes out to a 1.30 ERA, 50.8 ground ball percentage. He's kicked in as well, and he's been missing bats. A 14.02 walks or K per nine, excuse me, to 1.56 walks per nine. Masterful with the cutter, he is added to the arsenal. Look at Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's Trevor Williams. Uh, Not a guy that really moves the meter. 20 and a third innings pitched. Uh, He's given up. An ERA north of four, uh, but with a 7.97K per nine and just 2.66 walks per nine, uh, he's at least been respectable. Cleveland's bullpen, one of the best in baseball, number three in ERA. Pittsburgh, eh, not so much. Other side of the ledger in that category, number 24 in ERA at 5.62. But Cleveland and Pittsburgh both really struggle putting runs on the board, Lundy. Cleveland, number 29 in OPS, Pittsburgh dead last in Major League Baseball at number 30 in OPS. Again, pull it all together, and I think this has got like 3-1 to one written all over it. Cleveland, fade or follow.
1: I'll follow you on this one as long as Jose Ramirez doesn't come out and Manny Machado this thing and throw it to the over with a walk-off grand slam, okay? That's the only thing I'd be worried about after watching last night with that lovely, exciting uh, cover in the uh, extra innings. No, I'm going to follow you on this one, and it's the same reason that you just brought up. Bieber is making guys miss. I think it's going to be really tough for Pittsburgh to get runs on the board, and that eight seems high when you've got a guy like that on the mound, so I'll follow.
0: Bieber fever, feel it. Number four. All right, let's go to the bubble of the NBA, and uh, let's talk Magic and Bucks. The last time uh, these two clubs met, it was a shocker special for Orlando. They stunned Milwaukee in the opener, uh, winning it by double figures going away. Boy, uh, that live action was calling my name. It was a siren song, and thankfully I didn't listen and run my ship aground and bleed cash in the process (laughs) in that first game, Lundy. I stayed away, but I'm not going to do it for a second time. I like the under in this game at 227.5 at minus 111. Now, in the first matchup, it was a 232 total. Uh, Both teams inside the bubble, six overs to three unders in the nine games played, but Both these squads are defensive-minded. I think they're going to lock down. They're going to make some adjustments. They're going to body up, guard a little stiffer than they did in the first game. Milwaukee, 1.040 points per possession, scored in their last three. Outside of Giannis, they really struggled putting ball through basket. But again, I remember to the Bucs, pre-restart, were the staunchest defense in the NBA, giving up just 1.003 points per possession. I think they will hold the magic at bay and remedy the 1.123 points per possession they allowed in game one. Fade or follow me, On the under 227 and a half between Magic and Bucks.
1: Well, I know we're going to talk some player props here in a second and there are some attractive ones in this game, but in terms of the total, I'm going to follow you on the under. I feel like this is a 220 222 right in that range kind of final. I do think Orlando is going to wind up losing by double figures, uh, but I also think that it's going to be another entertaining game. I want to see these adjustments that the two coaches and the teams make, but I think one of the adjustments is going to be to bring that total down, so I will follow. Number three.
0: All right, let's go to our Monkey Knife Fight prop of the day, and you have to check out monkeyknifefight.com quit standing on the sidelines and get in on the action. MonkeyNightFight.com is different than any other fantasy site out there in the daily fantasy sports world. Why? Because there's no sharks in the water. Why? Because there's no salary caps. It's so easy to play. Seriously, just go in, you look at a couple of players, and you say more or less based on the number presented. It's that simple. Or you could chase fantasy stats if you want to total up points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. They track it all. And all I got to do right now is log on to nightfight.com and you Use that promo code F-T-N. Again, promo code F-T-N. If you're a new user, you sign up today, you get a free $5 game on the house. Have an mkf in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. And you want to talk about a guy that's going to party inside the bubble there in Orlando. I think it's going to be Giannis. And I think he's going to hit the over on rebounds. The line at MKF is set at 15 and a half. Here is what he has done the last three matchups against the matchup uh, against the Orlando Magic in terms of overall boards: 17, 18, and 15. Obviously, that last one went under, uh, but a guy that I think can really take advantage of this interior defense. Vucevic was nuts in the first game. Uh, you've got Aaron Gordon there too, that can certainly clog the lane overall. But uh, you look at this uh, team. Uh, I think, you know, you could take advantage of them in the post. And Giannis is just, you know, he's a Greek freak for the reason. He's long, he's gangly, he's ridiculous. And I think he's going to be extremely motivated after the embarrassing loss in game one. I think he's going to snag at least 17 boards, Vader follow.
1: I'm going to follow because of that word you used right at the end. Embarrassing. When you take these guys and the size of the egos that NBA players have, and we know they've all got it, whether they're blowing kisses to the opposing bench or whatever, when they get out and they are performing, when they get somebody that does the equivalent of a bat flip in their face walking out of the box, yes, they respond. And somebody with the talent level of Antetokounmpo should easily respond on this one. So yes, I think this is a 17 uh, board game for him. I think going to come out and show everybody that it was a complete fluke and that it's time for them to react and to move on into the second round and to show that they belong where they are. So yes, I think the embarrassment, I think the emotion of it is what's going to take over. And whether it's him, whether it's Middleton, whether it's Bledsoe, I think this entire team is going to respond and smack Orlando upside the head. So give me the over. Buck
0: up, Giannis. Number two. All right, let's go to the NFL and work in an NFL future at DraftKings Sportsbook. And the line here is Alvin Kamara, 7.5 rush uh, TDs at minus 110 in either direction. And I am taking the over uh, right off last season. Give him a pass. The guy was battling through a torn up knee. which he just recently revealed. He had a high ankle sprain for the second half of the season, and he had a bulky back. He was a walking infirmary, and he only scored six touchdowns and shedded a ton of work inside the red zone last year. But remember what he did two years ago, Fleur fleur de Lee, in that 2018 season, 14 rushing TDs over 15 games. He had 51 red zone rush attempts, which that season was second only to Todd Gurley, and he had 16 carries inside the five, converting nine of those for touchdowns. You've got an elite offensive line there in New Orleans. This is an offense that can really move the chains at will on defenders. I think Alvin Kamara is going to get ball the belly early and often. No, I'm not worried about Latavius Murray, and I'm hell no, I'm definitely not worried about Taysom Hill. Is he going to snipe him? What, maybe a couple of times at most? This is going to be a huge. Bounce back year for Alvin Kamara, and a lot of that's going to come crossing the chalk. Fade or follow seven and a half rushing touchdowns on the over for AK.
1: I gotta fade you because I got him at seven. Um, oh. I, I think that's where he winds up finishing. And again, you pointed it out. This is rushing touchdowns specifically, not total touchdowns. I think that obviously would change everything for us. And we look at how he's used in that offense. No, I agree with you. Taysom Hill uh, is not a is not a threat. Someone uh, trying to to make that argument with you, uh, get in a fantasy league with them because you're going to absolutely smack them upside the head. <laughs> um, no, I've got him locked in at seven. Look for me right now. I need to see it. I think between the injuries he had last year, yes, I do think he's going to have a bounce back. But at the same time, I also think this is such a strange season that I don't know what to expect. So combining that with somebody that is coming back from having to deal with uh, the the injuries and the and the hurt that he had last season, no, I, I can't follow you on this one. I've got him at seven. I think that's a solid number. I think his total touchdown number is going to be big, but I can't do it in terms of rushing. I'm going to fade.
0: I think I need to slap you upside the head. Number one. All right, moving on to numero uno. Let's go back to the NBA, and it's another under total. Yes, I'm feeling very pessimistic today. Uh, Portland and the L.A. Lakers, and that's a direction I'm leaning at. 228.5 is the line, and again, I'm under at minus 111. First game at 193 total points, Uh, and I think the Lakers are really going to exert their will defensively. They are bitter Betsy's after losing – to Dame and company in that first matchup. Uh, And I understand uh, that the Lakers have gone over in three of their last four games, and Portland has gone over in six of their last seven. Uh, And they're really near equals in terms of offensive efficiency the last few contests overall. The Blazers 1.081 points per possession allowed in their last three defensively. The Lakers uncharacteristically have surrendered 1.174 points per possession in their past three contests, mostly along the arc. Yielding a 45.2 percentage. So I think LeBron, AD, Caruso, all these guys are going to body up. They're going to clamp down defensively. Uh, They're going to keep this one under. I don't see a plethora of points inside the bubble between the Blazers and the Lakers. Fade or follow.
1: I'm always surprised to see you getting pessimistic with three unders in the fade five on Tequila (laughs) Thursday. Maybe I'm fading myself. Maybe I'm fading myself. I think that's the shocker. Normally tequila Thursday is when, you know, the shirts come off, pants are optional and who <laughs> knows what's going to happen. No, I, I agree with you. Actually, I, I am going to follow you on the under on this one. I do think uh, that I expect to see a little bit more defense. And please, if you're one of those people that's trying to make the argument that LeBron uh, is struggling because he don't doesn't have a crowd to perform for. Oh, give me a uh, break. Yeah. yeah you didn't watch the last game. Yeah, close, uh, close down your laptop and step away from social media. That's what I'm going to tell you, if that is, in fact, the argument you're trying to make. LeBron knows how to be a competitor. Um, you, you saw the numbers he put up last time. I do think that they will play better defense this time. I go back to that word we used talking about Giannis, embarrassment, right? I think the yeah. Lakers were embarrassed by Portland, and I think they'll come out and play well. But I don't think that translates into points. I think it translates into defense, and that's why I like the under.
0: All right, uh, you're going to follow me on that one. And that is a wrap on today's edition of the Faith and the podcast. Please drop us a rating or a review at your convenience. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com for all your fantasy sports and sports betting content needs. we got some schnazzy tools and some sharp voices. And use promo code EVANS, E-V-A-N-S, to get 5% off your subscription today. Until tomorrow, make or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.